There is a collection of texts in the room below the tree of proposal. In one bound hardcover book is a multitude of writings that contain alternate stories of the origin of the perfect hunter. Ordinarily collected, it has been written by various ancients and even a few citizens of the city who have somehow found a way to get the embodied owl to carry them through the skin. There is one in particular that draws a really curious and quite beautiful rendering of the tale, though even this text seems to have its own discordant copies all made around the same time, either by different people or perhaps just different hands. Or perhaps the difference in the ink only makes it look like the copies are different. It is true that some of the words are a little different. However, this does not mean that the meaning of the texts are different. This is a very good time to reference the page about words to better understand the gravity of words in the world of the grasslands. It's very long and is written in a few different languages at the same time, the accents creating a fluid layer of sound quality that brings out the tonal qualities of the words. I will try to translate some of it here, but I am certain it is one of those things you have to read for yourself to really get the full quality of it. So I won't discount you for trying to find that page against all recommendations and better judgment. The words, they are so many and beautiful there where they have been placed. There are certain ones I know you know that collapse in on themselves through space, and others too I can see you use so that they will fold out a million times behind themselves to lead something toward a light. There is something lazy about them maybe, but up they go and down it comes to make you into a thousand things you will become. I have held on to every one. I have held on to every one. The words, they are so many and beautiful there, where they have been placed. I will not touch them for you, so you can keep your grace. Did I get them in between enough? In between, in between. Somehow you knew I had to write them down so I would not forget them. And I'm sorry if I touched them where they were not in between. My memory is not so good as words can be. Why don't I know what you have said? What don't I know? What don't I know? I know there is already someone you have there. You never let it near you. You care for it without you. Words, they are so many. And beautiful there where they have been placed.
Though you did not need this reference page, I wanted to make sure that you had it anywhere just in case. Lou told me it's very important that you know exactly what this reference page says. I don't know why. And I'm sorry for what you are about to hear. Please, trust me when I say, I have seen this somewhere before. I cannot tell you where, or how, or why. Please trust me when I say, what you are about to hear, it is going to be okay. It begins like this. There is an ancient who ate the skin of the first dawn. Their hair was impossibly long and could wrap itself around you while they handed out dandelions to the other ancients in their younger form. A perfect brunette with notes of caramel woven through their hair. They move perfectly their feet as their hair brushes along their toes in the warm sun. There were a million birds of paradise keeping company with them. Guy walked through them and split them apart, flying beautifully in whispers of peacock feathers. Blue's backpack spills open and all of her things leave her. She says not a word, so that he can have her all to himself. As the birds of paradise move slowly towards each other, the ends of the peacock feathers moving on the wind as if feeling out for themselves the edges of the whispers. Perfect brunette hair with notes of caramel moved perfectly around the ancient's body. The skin of the first sun digesting in each step as if parting the air in the exact harmony of Guy's steps. These scenes, happening miles apart, are broken up only by the warm caramel luminescence. The birds of paradise fly out over the lake and swooping down brush their beaks along the wall, catching bugs as they dance a song through the air of the forest that smells like cypress. They fly up into their nests and deposit their meals into the mouths of their children and the fledglings ready to take flight. A bird lands on a branch nearby and lets out a tiny chirp about a playwright with some dancers in parts that no one else will take. A piece of brunette hair curls. It ends like this. Moving backward upon itself, the piece of brunette hair traces its way back to the head it belongs to. 
Along the way, a hundred names get piled inside of it as the ends split. It was very easy to see why the pieces near the bottom split more than the ones near the top. Although the ones up top split longer as the hair wove through beech trees. The beach next to the city passed out dog tags. The admission was free, but you could only stay if you had a tag. It had to be engraved by the city officials who oversee the loudspeaker. It smelled like an oil refinery, so no one really wanted to be seen lining up. The tags were later engraved and sent to each person, although almost everyone thought their name and dates had been engraved incorrectly at first. The spring leaves are growing on the vines on all of the buildings. Slowly, all of the holes created in autumn begin to fill. The buildings less drafty and dangerous to move around in. No one really celebrated because there are some things that are just really safe to assume. In fact, if you don't, those holes could be truly dangerous. There is a leaf that sits on the edge of the letter fountain. It is used as a tube station to send. Lots of things, really, though, not so much as one might like. It is pretty sturdily constructed, not to keep the fountain going, but ensure that what goes through comes out the other side intact and in as safe of a manner as possible. The tubes are the veins of a leaf. They are made of bamboo and can even be nice to chew on, though no one would recommend that while something is being sent through. Today, there is someone who stuck their hand in. They saw a bunch of people who were doing such a beautiful job of loving them that they just had to make sure they could see exactly what their hands looked like on the other side. Though, as they put their hand in, it went through in a bunch of different directions at once, making their hand feel as if it were not really a part of any of the places it had been. Unable to pull their hand out, they went through the tubes over and over and over. Until, eventually, this new shape became their hand. They stopped trying to go through the tubes and just decided to make sure that no one's hair got caught in the tubes ever again. Whatever the tubes are for. Most people ask, when hearing this legend, about the middle. Some say it was written in this book. But Purple knows that the middle is as much a myth as anything could ever be erased. On the edge of the letter fountain sits a leaf. It is always full of brunette hair with notes of caramel. Grasslands Without Time is written and produced by Kate Madera. Artwork by Rachel Amber Longo and music by Human Nature. Have a Helio Today time. <laughs>